Hello and welcome to GIST Radio. We are a casual radio station where we broadcast when we have something to say. GIST stands for Getting the Shit Together, and we broadcast important interviews and information for artists and creatives of all kinds. For more information on GIST, please log into our website at www.gyst-ink.com, where you will find free resources, software, and publications for artists. You can email us and let us know what you would like to hear about at info at gyst-ink.com. Thanks for tuning in. Hello, listeners. Thank you for tuning in. I'm your host, Kara Tomei. And what I do on this radio show is seek out artists who have expanded their practice to include projects that engage the public through presenting art exhibitions, performances, or other ways. Uh, I have had a variety of artists on the show who have started collectives, nonprofits, pop-ups, businesses, art-based businesses. And um, today I have on the show an artist who became a museum curator, preparator, guard, maintenance person, all at the same time. And in fact, she designed and built a museum and she serves, so she served as its architect as well. I visited this very unique museum called the Los Angeles Museum of Art recently. To get there, I drove down Eagle Rock Boulevard in a bit of a urban, gritty section of town, turn off the street, down uh, an alleyway, and next to this artist's studio in the large cement foyer is this beautiful architecture structure the size of, I'd say, a large uh, storage shed, and inside was a uh, lovely site-specific installation of ceramics and film. And this beautiful structure is the Los Angeles Museum of Art. Uh, it was founded at, by artist Alice Kunitz, and she is my guest today. I'm looking forward to having her talk to us about this project. Alice, welcome to Just Radio. Hello. Thank you. Um, oh, thanks for being here. So yeah. I want to start out by asking you about your own personal artwork because you're a practicing artist, you exhibit all over the world, and you have a sculptural practice, and it feeds into why you would create this particular project. So tell us a bit about your work. Um, I've, for a long time, I've, I've been related, uh, I've been interested in uh, spaces, certain places, how they relate to another. Uh, I started out making sculptures, and like first I was interested in how you relate to the sculpture, how you perceive the sculpture walking by, and then um, I, I became more and more interested in um, how, how how works are connected to certain spaces. So um, I did uh, two pieces, I think, that very much led up to uh, building the museum. One was a um, time-based performance piece that was uh, uh, that I did at the uh, at a 24-hour donut shop. You know those 
donut shops where you can uh, buy donuts for 24 hours. And uh, I um, just had this idea that I could uh, spend 24 hours there, and I uh, installed sculptures there, and I just, uh, you know, uh, invited people that I knew. The whole thing was in conjunction with a show at a gallery, and um, people would, yeah, like go in between in, in between the gallery. It was kind of connecting three different places. Um, then, um, and maybe I should talk about my work in, in more uh, general terms first. They, uh, um, I, 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 I'm. The the sculptures that I that I make they're um, often like abstract geometric sculptures and they take up a language of um, public spaces. So um, uh, yeah, uh, that makes sense. Yeah, that that makes that makes sense. Having now you know gone to the museum. Oh, it's so funny that we have to. We of course are going to have to address that you even call it a museum because using that term for this structure that is really a sculpture where artists do these site-specific pieces, I mean, it is a bit ironic. But um, So you uh, decided that you wanted to have a space for others to show. I mean, so where, where, when did that idea come, come to you? I think you've been around for, the, the, mu- the museum's been around for about a, almost a year, right? Yeah, about a year. I, I built it in uh, December 2012. Uh, I finished building it, and then I had the the first show uh, with Taft Green. Uh, I, uh, you know, it came from an interest in uh, creating these kind of uh, fictional spaces, and then also, uh, you know, like a museum that's that's a museum but then it's it's really not it, it kind of you know it has everything that it kind of needs to be a museum it has a collection it uh, has regular shows it doesn't have an education program yet but it has a museum store and and those things um but it's, that's just cool. uh, I, I missed the store. Oh my goodness! I, oh, I was there the, last week and I didn't see the museum store. Yeah, it's a very it's small bad. store. It's it's just a little uh, shelving unit that's uh, on on a, um, uh, on a on a cart basically that I welded. I mean, it looks looks nice. It's, you know, and, and there it, and it there you a, have works by the art the small works by the artists exhibiting for sale. No, I have books. Um, books and small objects that uh, people give me. I have a, a perfume bottle uh, by, or, you know, with complete with perfume by uh, Bettina Habi, who, um, which, which was a piece that she did uh, when she was working with um, construction sites. <clears throat> and uh, and right. she was asking the uh, people who were working at the construction which what kind of uh, uh, scent they would like to um, to wear and and created a perfume out of that. So there's that that piece. Then I have this these very beautiful um, slides and a, a slide viewer by Galleria Perdida, uh, which is a collective from Los Angeles. Uh, and, and yeah, I think they're. I don't know where they're based right now, but um, right. they. I don't know. Wonderful. So it's, it's like a that's lot wonderful of small that you have, updates. You have a mini and, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. 
and well, you, what you're doing uh, is subverting these concepts and shrinking them down in a way, you know, to like a size that is completely manageable. You know, you've got your your shed, yeah. or no, don't, I'm sorry, don't, I want to call it a shed. It's about the size of a large shed. It's like 13 foot long and maybe the same. It's the same tall and wide. No, and, it's uh, a it's a eight it's it's eight by 12 on the inside and like nine by uh, 12 and a half on the. I mean, that's exactly yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's what you say about it being manageable. That's kind of uh, key for this, right? Um, yes, because you're yeah. the sole proprietor. You're the sole everything for it, and and that's actually quite a project to take on uh, to it to is. to do that. Yeah. Yeah, but it's it's a, it's a wonderful one. So you so you decided that you wanted to engage other artists and help help them show their work or have a space for artists to engage in, correct? And so you you know decided to to build the structure, and you've invited yes. some colleagues yes, yes. and friends you know to to do that. Talk well. Let's talk a little bit about uh, one or two of the projects that have gone on in in the space. Maybe pick uh, pick one to describe to us. Maybe the most recent one. Yeah, and, uh, and all the pieces. I mean, there are certain restrictions um, uh, to the work that can be shown there. I think, like it's, it, like works of, on paper are pretty much impossible because of uh, because it's uh, it's it's pretty much outside. Um, like if if you look at the museum, it it has um, sl- sliding doors. It's like a. Um, uh, beam construction uh, with a wooden floor, and then um, it's 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 totally open. Like it's it's a little bit like a um, yeah, like a pavilion structure. Uh, so there are yeah certain like um, climate uh, restrictions. So um, I, so far I thought sculpture worked pretty well in there, and uh, so there was. Um, yeah, it's have green sculpture, which kind of uh, on a scale relation related to the place, and uh, then there was a, uh, um, a show by Katie Grinnan, where she had um, <clears throat> these, um, where she collected information from uh, many different people um, who emailed her random information, which she ended up printing out, and then. Uh, uh, she built this uh, metal structure that you could sit in and uh, browse through the information that people had sent her. And uh, while you were doing that, you would uh, be walking on a floor of uh, concrete tiles that had um, the images that people of YouTube videos that uh, people had sent her printed on the ground. Um, yeah, so that piece. Uh, in terms definitely. of the images that I've seen of the last four shows, I mean that piece it just seemed the most um, visually intense, and and she um, made a lot of work. You know, she made she made all of all of the work for for the show. You told me, and it was quite an interesting visual thing. She used color in a very interesting way. So because the whole people really should go onto your blog, of course, to see what, this structure that we're talking about. It's, it may be hard to, to visualize. Um, you have a, a blog spot, which is LosAngelesMuseumOfArt.com, and you have mm-hmm. images, and people can kind of sign up there to make sure they know about the shows, because I'll tell you, it's a little bit of a, a well-kept secret here, a little bit in L.A., um, <laughs> So to see the images, because the whole piece is a sculpture in itself, and then each artist is using the space 
in that truly site-specific way in creating these pieces for it and probably would not, you would not be able to experience that work in that way anywhere else because it's fused to this uh, site, which um, is yeah. such, I love, to, I love that kind of work. Yeah, I'm really amazed, like, how, how every artist has uh, developed, like, a, a very direct and, and very different from another uh, take on the museum. Like, uh, some, you know, with some people it looks a little bit more like a stage. Other people it, it, it becomes a space that you can walk inside of. Uh, yeah, they're very, very different from another. Yes, absolutely. Each one is is, is very different. Yeah. Which is which is why it's the kind of place you definitely want to visit more than once. Well, you know, I just mentioned that it's kind of a, you know, bit of a uh, underground kind of uh, space in a way. I mean, your openings don't have you know 200 people. You know, they're they're, they're smaller. But I think it's because too it's manageable. You have to keep it manageable. Um, however, I will. Yeah, uh, it's pretty big. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Good. I'm what? glad the crowd. The crowds are. I have yet to come to an actual. Yeah, less, opening, less than 200 people, definitely. But yeah. Oh my goodness, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. <laughs> uh, well, the artists that you that you choose do have a nice following too for their work. So that you know you have good uh, good artist list here. And um, oh, I remember we when we talked before, I was asking about how far out you've programmed the space, and you say you're already booked through 2014. Uh, it's 15 probably. Oh my gosh! It's, um, <laughs> it's it, it, yeah. No, I'm I'm booked. I I I'm not quite sure. I think like this, like yeah, April. I think it's something like April 2014. Yeah. Well, you know you've uh, got a good project on your hands when you're booked two years in advance. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's wonderful. I wanted to go on to say though that although you know locally, you know you're starting this kind of ground up, you know, thing, and there is a community around it. You did get some really nice national press recently. Um, I on your on you have it on your uh, on your blog from a yeah. New York Times magazine called T Magazine. Uh, they wrote an article called Why You Should Visit a 13-Foot-Long Museum in Southern California, and there was a nice piece about about it. And then Art Forum Online also featured um, you and the space in their 500-word section. So, I mean, you're definitely doing something that is catching attention, uh, you know, on some pretty reputable sources. Um, with with due measure, I mean, it really is a, a stunning space. Um, I, I want to ask you a little bit about how you, how, literally how you how you run the space and how it's supported. I mean, I always, artists who listen, I'm hoping the show is a resource for artists who might want to try something like this or just get ideas or for people who are interested in starting their own thing in a DIY kind of way and just making something happen. Um, so you mentioned you did a USA project with, to me in a conversation. Did, talk, talk about doing that. Was that to get it started? And, and how did that, yes, that go to do a crowdsourcing? To get it started to get most of the materials um, funded for building the museum. Um, and that was a lot more expensive than I thought it was. Uh, yes, and I'm sure. And then that's uh, that's pretty much all the funding that I got. So I yeah, I finished mm-hmm. building it, and then it's just very low maintenance. Like it's um, I'm there uh, Sunday afternoons uh, to um, watch the shows and to you know. Uh, yeah, your public hours. Our visitors are there. Afternoon. I have, right. Yeah, those are my my hours, and uh, uh, yeah, everything else is 
is, um, you know, the uh, yeah. Unfortunately, I I, uh, I can't really sponsor the works or anything like that. Um, right. No. It's it's all gra- It's all you know. It, this is this is also typical of the guests that I have on shows. They have amazing ideas and they just start doing something. Sometimes with no money. Sometimes with their own money. And then go on to kind of figure out. Okay. Now, how do I support this? Because now you've got something mm-hmm. that is you know again you're you're booked three two years in advance. You've got something that's a commitment that you're going to continue to maintain. And so now you're probably thinking, oh, you know, how do I how do I maintain this financially? Is there you know yeah, what uh, what, mean, kind, the, what kind what kind of way Gift store, the gift store was sort of an idea to um, mm-hmm. to do this. I thought maybe if I, um, you know, have have a, a bit of merchandise, people might buy some of this, and maybe that's a supplemental income there. But uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. I I don't think uh, it. Um, you know, I, I, I don't really have an income from this. Right. No, um, I mean that's right. Yeah. That's that's even second <laughs> tier. I was even thinking just like yeah, you know well, the, I, the, the resources I, I, I to of, keep it going. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's just. Uh, I mean, it's you know, I don't have any extra costs with it because it's outside of my studio. So it's like you know, I would pay the rent anyhow because I'm um, I'm working there. I need the studio space. So right. it's just because it's like very low maintenance. That's why it's possible. Right. Well, that's very resourceful. It's basically something. Again, it's just an extension of your practice. Really, is how is how you see it. It's yeah, fitting it into is. your life. Yeah, and I, yeah, I, I like doing this. I like engaging with other people's artwork, and I, uh, it's yeah, it's interesting for me to um, you know meet people at the museum, and uh, I don't know. There's a, a lot of things happen from that. Also. Um, in terms of I don't know other other shows and I don't know it's it's good yeah it, it, you'd have to enjoy it because it's something that you just you know do on your own on your own volition it's wonderful talk a little bit about the next show because um, I understand that the next artist is come in from Vienna to uh, do a piece uh, at the space so tell us who that is and what you're excited yeah, about this for is- that. It's uh, Zanya Leimer, and she's uh, an, an, a sculptor, and I think she was an architect before she became a sculptor. Um, she probably does both. Uh, and, uh, yeah, she got she actually did get a grant to have a show at La Moa, and she's, she just came here uh, in, like a week ago, and she's now working on, on the project. Um, it's going to be a, another site-specific installation. It's going to. She's going to work with um, breakaway glass, which is the glass that is used in um, for movies. So it's the if you if if you were to jump through it, it wouldn't hurt you. It would just break. Uh, so she's. I think she's going to replace some of the doors with this breakaway glass, and then there's going to be. A sculpture inside, um, but I yeah I don't I don't really know. It's I mean it's still developing. She's making the, the piece over here. And, That's uh, exciting. No, you have, it's already it's already in, international artists are already you know uh, committed to this. That's wonderful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, it's, from, it's really great. Yeah. It's uh, I mean the idea was because I'm from Germany. I. Uh, 
I thought it would be really nice to reconnect with people from Germany or Europe that I that I knew from before or that you know to to just establish a, a connection and like sometimes before I had the museum I would have visitors and I thought like uh, it would be nice to um to have a show to to make it possible for them to have a show in Los Angeles and uh, I guess now I I could do that with the museum. Wonderful. Well, because Mm -hmm. you're a museum curator now. Uh, A a, uh, museum, 20-foot square museum curator, and it's all in your your control. I think it's, I'm really, uh, I'm loving the project. I'm definitely a fan, and I will be visiting each installation for sure. So I want to thank you for talking with us today on just radio, and again, I urge people to go to losangelesmuseumofart.blogspot.com to see some beautiful images and to keep track of what you're doing and I wish you luck in in uh, developing the project. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Alice. Ta- see you soon. Okay. We okay. Bye-bye. We are a product of Just Radio. I'm sorry, Just Radio is a product of Just Inc., which is a company run for and by artists, which is all about offering artists resources and the things that they need to keep their career going. And just radio is part of that. I hope you have enjoyed it and gained some knowledge and inspiration, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Progressive presents Mindflowness with Flow. Before you lies a beautiful meadow. In that meadow, Progressive Direct has placed its auto insurance rates alongside those of competitors. You select the lowest rate and feel a great sense of calm. A great sense of calm. Compare Progressive Direct rates with competitors' rates so you can rest easy. Visit Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Downtown LA, where world-class athletes compete. Good Samaritan Hospital, where world-class doctors get you back in the game. The winning team practicing at Good Samaritan Hospital's Comprehensive Orthopedic Center goes a distance in the development of surgical and non-surgical treatments. From sports medicine to spine surgery, Good Samaritan Hospital's in a league of its own. Learn more and get referrals at GoodSam.org or call 1-800-472-2737. Good Samaritan Hospital, we bring LA to life.